What's up, everybody? Welcome to Not Your Average Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, a.k.a. TG. We got a slam a podcast slam pack today for your schedule. Um, to start, we'll start with a little news, as you, you already know. Um, so, a weather, the, a weather radar out in California detected a storm of ladybugs 80 miles wide and 80 miles long. And they were flying at 5,000 to 9,000 feet in the air. This is insane. In my, I've never seen anything like this in my life. How can a storm of ladybugs that massive be picked up by the weather radar? That is incredible. I've never, never, it, it blows my mind that we can be able to see this on radar and they literally called up um the people in that area and were like yeah uh lady uh there's a storm of ladybugs going through right now imagine that conversation that's got to be very weird (laughs) i mean you just you don't see things like this every day that's for sure i mean come on man a ladybug storm 80 miles wide and 80 miles long? Like, what? Uh, I'm just super shocked by the whole thing. I just couldn't believe it. It it just blew my mind. But I guess that really is signaling the, the big-time summer start now. It's I mean, technically summer still hasn't started, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. <clears throat> anyway, speaking of summer, the top states with the lowest gas. Tenth, we had North Carolina. Virginia and Oklahoma are tied for ninth. Missouri is eighth. Tennessee is seventh. Texas is sixth. Arkansas is fifth. South Carolina is fourth. Alabama is third. Louisiana is second. And Mississippi has the lowest gas in the country. So... Basically, what I gather from this is that every state with the lowest gas is in the South or in the Midwest, which makes sense in all likelihood. Um, Also, I read in a report on a side note that there is a report that says gas could fall under $2 a gallon this summer. So if you hate paying a lot for gas, this, this could be good for you. If it actually pans out, I mean, I don't know if this report is trustworthy or not, but you know, you, (laughs) you always want to pay less for gas if you can help it. That's for sure. I mean, the, I mean, gas can kill, especially can kill you on prices, especially if you don't get good gas mileage, that's for sure. But anyway, so moving on to our sports topics for the day. Stanley Cup Finals Game Five last night. I'm kind. I'm uh, Jordan Bennington had a great night because the Blues were outshot. The St. Louis Blues were outshot twenty-one to thirty-nine by the Boston Bruins. The Blues won the faceoff fifty-nine percent of the time, and for the second game in a row, there was no power play goals. Um, and the St. Louis Blues walked into Boston 
and came out with a two to one victory in game five to go up three to two in the series. And that's huge because the St. Louis Blues might be on are one win away from their first ever Stanley Cup final or Stanley Cup trophy. And this uh, I'm I'd rather the Blues win than the Bruins personally. I think Boston's won enough in especially in the past year. But I didn't I did not think the Blues would win last night. I they they showed up. I'm t- they may not have looked like the better team from the shots on goal. But Jordan Bennington stepped up and basically almost threw a shutout, which was absolutely impressive. And now we'll obviously preview game six on Sunday when that happens. But this might end up, this series, the Stanley Cup might be won on Sunday. The Stanley Cup will be in the building in St. Louis on Sunday. So, side note, if you haven't, if you don't follow the Stanley Cup Twitter account, get on it because it's it's kind of funny to watch sometimes. It, it is, especially last year when the Caps won the Stanley Cup. The Twitter account was absolutely fantastic. But anyway. <laughs> oh, so the NBA Finals, Game 4 tonight at 9 on ABC, I believe. I think it's at 9. Um... Yeah, 9 o'clock, ABC. Um, KD's already been ruled out, which obviously hurts when you don't have one of the best players in the world. But Clay is expect Clay Thompson's expected to play. So if Clay for some reason can't go tonight, the Raptors take the 3-1 series lead tonight. I will guarantee that right now. Unless Steph literally goes off for 75, but I don't think that'll happen, obviously. But if Clay is back, I do expect this team to be able to win. I think the Warriors are going to have that super underdog mentality, us against the world mentality tonight. And I think the Warriors come out and win game four to tie the series at two, thus forcing a, at least a game six. I mean, all these injuries, I mean, it's just sad. Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Kevon Looney, Iggy isn't fully uh, healthy either. It's just sad to see because they play such beautiful basketball when they're at their healthiest. And, well, I, guess, I mean, injuries happen. I, they do. The, I mean, just look at the Washington Redskins quarterback situation last year. I mean, to lose – First off, to lose Alex Smith, that was that was absolutely gruesome to watch. And then to lose Colt McCoy, too, it, it was, ugh, man. I wasn't planning on going into the Redskins quarterback situation last year, but like I said, injuries happen. It's part of the game. You can't eliminate it 100%. But you got you to gotta move on, and it's next man up. And the Warriors didn't, they, as much as they wanted to have the next man up in mentality in game three, they just didn't have it. Steph tried to play hero ball and 
honestly, I said that's what he had to do in order to win the game, and they still lost by 14 with him scoring 47. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but that having been said, like I said, I think Clay will play. And the Warriors take game four to make sure that this series goes at least six games. Uh, I mean, we'll see what happens tonight. And we'll talk about it tomorrow in the aftermath of what happened. But while we're on the topic of the NBA Finals, Warriors part owner Mark Stevens is not only banned from these NBA Finals, he's banned for a full year and he was fined $500,000 for pushing Kyle Lowry game three on the bench. Now, what do I think of this punishment? Honestly, I think this is right. This is the right call. Ban him from everything until after the twenty the playoffs next year. From team activities, banned from being in the arena, Yes. But Kyle Lowry saying he should be banned for life, let's give him at least another chance. I get it. He's courtside. He's part owner. He should know better than to be pushing the players. And Kyle Lowry can't retaliate because then the NBA is going to screw him over, basically. So it's not a, it, it just wasn't a good situation. As... As a rich guy who is part owner of a team that is hugely successful right now, to be able to have that privilege to have courtside seats, you have to know better than to be pushing an opposing player that comes into your building, even if they are beating you. Like, if this was a normal fan or... um. Say someone that's usually sits nosebleeds and that's sitting courtside, they would have been banned forever. They would never be allowed at another game ever. But because he's rich and he's part owner, I believe that's why they said he's only banned for a year. Now, I get it. This is his first mistake, at least that I've seen anyway. If he does it again, he absolutely needs to be banned for life and he needs to be bought out from the team. That's 100% what needs to happen if this incident occurs again after he returns from his ban next year or after 2020 season or after the 2019-2020 season ends. Excuse me. Um, I, I just don't like seeing this. It's, it's not fun. We need to be smarter. If you have courtside seats, you have to have better. You have to. You need to be held to a higher standard. Now, Drake is an exception to this rule because the Raptors pay him to do this or to do what he does during games. Now, I don't think he should be touching Coach Nick Nurse like that for the Raptors, but that's a whole other topic, a whole other debate we'll get in. I don't know if we'll ever get into it, but that's a topic for another day. That doesn't need to be discussed right now because I got to move on. <coughs> um, quick note: um, 
the Euro the UEFA Euro qualifiers are hap- starting today, and it's match day threes three and four, and it runs through Tuesday. There weren't any games today that I was highlighting, so I didn't want to throw in a full preview. Um, there are some games tomorrow that I will be previewing because I think they're very interesting, and we'll get to them tomorrow. But I just wanted to let you all know that the Euro European qualifiers start today. Just not any big thing. Um, happy start of the Women's World Cup. France takes on South Korea in the first game of the World Cup at 3 o'clock on FS1. So here we are. I'm literally wearing my Alex Morgan jersey right now. You know I'm ready for this. It's the Women's World Cup. Um, France is coming in as one of the favorites along with the U.S. to win this World Cup since it's on their turf. Um, I don't expect South Korea to give France a fight today. I think France, first game of the tournament, first game um, at home in their home country, in one of the biggest stadiums in Paris, or France for that matter. I I think France easily just runs through South Korea, and, you know, France is going to get this started. I'm pretty sure France is going to get this tournament started with a bang. So, but, you know, we'll preview, we'll preview every day of the World Cup as it comes along. I don't know if I'm going to, I mean, tomorrow, the first game is at nine o'clock, probably going to be recording during that game, but. Uh, it, uh, it is what it is, so whatever. The U.S. women's national team doesn't play until Tuesday. It's a long wait for me personally, but, you know, that's how the schedule and the, excuse me, the groups unfolded. So, like I said, it is, like I've been saying, it is what it is. Um. But anyway, like I said, France is going to beat South Korea today. I don't think there's really much that can be said against that. Now, if South Korea comes out and puts up a fight, it'll shock me a little bit. But, you know, I think I think France handles their business. They know that they know they're one of the favorites and they're playing on their home soil. That's I mean, that's always helpful. I mean, it helped Canada back in 2015 and whoever hosted it in 2011 i forgot who it was at this moment but you know it's always helpful to be on your home turf for a world cup that's for sure well don't tell that to brazil from the 2014 world cups cuz you know germany destroyed them in the semifinals but anyway i'm digressing again as usual um my last bit of soccer news um Eden Hazard, he's been he's transferred to Real Madrid, just like I said it would happen earlier this week. <coughs> um, you know, I really didn't want him to go to Real Madrid <coughs> because I know he makes them uh, he makes them better. But you know, what are you gonna do? I mean, Eden Hazard, he's a great player. Uh, I've watched him for 
many years now from the Premier League, from watching Belgium. Um, he's definitely going to make Real Madrid better. I mean, Real Madrid they had they had the, they had a down year. That I mean, looking at the La Liga table, they finished third. I mean, they finished nineteen points behind Barcelona in La Liga. So. Real Madrid, def- I mean, they just didn't have a good year. I mean, let's let's look at Real Madrid's season as a whole so while, while we're here. Um, so, this year, they finished third in La Liga, like I said. They lost in the semifinals in the Copa del Rey to Barcelona. Finished round of 16 in the Champions League because Ajax came in and knocked them out. And then they they didn't even win the UEFA Super Cup either. They let um, Atletico Madrid beat them too, if I'm not mistaken. Let's I mean let's just look at that to make sure. Third in La Liga. Yep. Uh, I don't need to see that. Copa del Rey lost in the semifinals to Barca four to one, and that's sad because it was tied at one to one on aggregate going to Madrid. So that's I mean testament to Barca. Thank you. I always love when my Barca does well. Real Madrid, they won their group. Um, let's see. Then round of 16, Ajax put on a show to beat them in the round of 16 in the Champions League. Uh, yeah, Atletico Madrid beat them in the UEFA Super Cup, and they won the club World Cup, FIFA Club World Cup, which really isn't that big of a deal in my mind, but Real Madrid had a down year. Eden Hazard is going to help them for sure. Um, what the, I mean, I, I just don't know what Real Madrid's plans are this summer besides getting Eden Hazard, but I mean, personally for me, I love seeing Real Madrid in disarray because they're my rivals at Barcelona, but um, I def- I mean, I want to see them still – I want to see them be good so that way when we beat them it may- feels even better. But, you know, it, it is what it is. You, I mean, he's a great player, yeah. And he's always wanted to go to Real Madrid, so this move was a dream move for him. So it it, it made sense. Um. Anyway, let's see what else we got. Um, we're gonna do a baseball super regional preview since that also starts today, or the super regional start at noon. Actually, um, let's see who's up. Uh, Louisville, East Carolina. Uh, at noon on ESPN two, um, I think Lou. I mean East Carolina, good mid major program from the American. Not typically known for having the greatest sports programs, um, but I see Louisville taking at least game one today. Um, We'll obviously be keeping up with that game as we go along today through the sports world, but 
at three o'clock on ESPN two, you got Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. Um, I said Oklahoma State was going to win that super regional. I think that'll be in three games. I think t- Oklahoma State takes game one tonight or today, rather. Um, six o'clock on ESPN two, you got Duke and Vanderbilt. I hope Vanderbilt wins that one. I mean, I, I think Vanderbilt, like I said, I, they're my pick to win the national championship right now. But I it means even more beating Duke as a UNC fan. Let's just say that. I'm, I'm definitely rooting for Vanderbilt. And I also think Vanderbilt will win this game. But, well, I mean, it is whatever. Um, Lastly... Uh, excuse me, for today at 9 o'clock on ESPN2, we got Michigan and we got UCLA at UCLA. Um, I'm actually kind of rooting for Michigan here because I don't want UCLA to win softball champ national championship and baseball national championship. So... I'm kind of rooting for Michigan here, but I don't think they're going to do it. I think UCLA is going to basically run right through them in two games. But you I like I, so that in other words, UCLA is winning tonight at nine Eastern on ESPN two. So um, that's the super regionals for today. Anyway, um, we'll do more comprehensive uh, all because all eight are playing tomorrow. So we'll we'll do that then, but um, it, it, I mean it's good. It's good to see the um, programs like ECU and um, even uh, ECU making the super regionals in baseball and all. I mean even JMU making it for softball. I mean it's good to see the not power five teams making it to. Uh, I mean, remember a few years ago, Coastal Carolina won the baseball national championship. And we didn't think that was possible at the time. But, you know, anything's possible when you're feeling good and you're playing great baseball. Literally anything can happen. You, you just never know. I mean, that's that's just how it is. Um. But anyway, let me go on to our last topic of the day. A little, a little more closer to home for me and JMU Nation personally. Um, JMU football has been ranked by Hero Sports and Athlon Sports. Uh, preseason FCS number one in Hero Sports and number two in Athlon Sports. Preseason. So, is this... Is the hype deserved? I would personally, I would say yes. Having seen what this team is, I first year coach. I mean, Kurt Signetti, he's gonna he's gonna get the job done. I'm pretty confident in him. Um, but all the pieces are returning from last year. Basically, I mean, when you have like, I believe the number was 19 returning starters. That's good. That's pretty. That's pretty good. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Um, the uh, I mean, when you have 19 returning starters and 
I mean, yes, we flamed out early in the second round last year against Colgate, but this team is is go, they're going to be ready. Uh, I'm pretty sure Kurt Signetti is going to have them ready to go week one at West Virginia, and it, it's it's going to be a fun season for JMU Nation. I'm pretty confident in that. I'm pretty th- in this this year. I'm pretty sure it's Frisco or bust. If we don't make Fris- the national championship in Frisco this year, this season is a bust. I mean, all the pieces are there, and you just – I mean, it's – this team, they, they've been through a lot. They've been through uh, – well – uh, the seniors now have, let's see, they had Coach Houston for what? Or Mike Houston for what? Three years, right? No, two years. No. No, he was there for three years. Um, And then he left for East Carolina. He, looked, he left to take the job at East Carolina. And I, I said beforehand, I knew – he was going to leave at some point to go to the FBS, but you know, that's just what it is when you're a really good FCS program. The FBS coaches want your coach. The FBS coaches or FBS programs want your coaches because that you're playing so well. Now, North Dakota State, they're dealing with a little this this year's a little more wide open. This isn't the same North Dakota State team. I'm gonna tell you that right now. North Dakota State's a little vulnerable this year. They're gonna have they're gonna have to their players are gonna have to step up to prove that they can make it back to Frisco and keep the run going. I mean, it's again, another team that wins a lot, I can't stand. Especially after the national championship, not last year, but the year before. Should have won that, but, you know, you got to move on. I mean, there's just, there's nothing you can do. And I just hope that the football team doesn't listen to all the noise surrounding this team and the hype in the preseason number one, number two, All-Americans. I hope they don't listen to any of it. Block it out. Focus on you. Get the job done. And this team will be in Frisco competing for a national championship this year. Well, in January of 2020. But anyway, um, along with this, um, JMU Football's stadium, Bridgeforth Stadium, they're they're doing limited beer sales for the start of this year. And I think this is an absolutely fantastic idea. Alcohol drives revenue. And I can't imagine what the sales are going to be for this, but I know they're going to be high. I mean, the limited beer sales is, it's been working for generating revenue for bigger programs. And that's why we were we decided to ask those programs, is it worth it to be able to put 
in a limited beer sales into our facility. Now with that, obviously you're not going to be able to have that. You're not going to be able to have the ability to buy that many unless you work your way around the system, which guarantee there will be people that do that. I mean, that's people want beer. I mean, that's, that's just what it is, especially when they're at football games. But I mean, I think this is fantastic. I mean, it really is. Because the school is going to get a lot more revenue generated from this. Like I said, I don't know exactly the numbers and how this stands, but this is going to be a huge boost to not just the tickets being sold to fans, but it's going to be a huge, they're going to be able to pour this money into building something else, building something new, or put it towards the athletics program, or literally whatever they want to do with it. Um, I, it's, it's like I said, I'm just, I'm happy that they're, I'm not saying I drink, um, profusely, but I'm saying I'm happy that they made this decision because this is going to bring in more money for the program, for the school. And obviously there are going to be some issues probably coming along with this, but I'm happy that they made this decision because more money. That's I mean, I just want the school to make money, basically. But anyway, it's uh, we had a good talk today. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow with new content.